Welcome to episode one of Quantum Talks, Healing Through Conversations with your girls, Vanessa at My Celestial Life and Christine at Solely Rooted. We hope that you and your loved ones are well. Today's topic is, we are the sleeping gods. We come to you with an open heart. May this conversation inspire and provide you with all that you need at this time. So... Without further ado, let's get into it. Thank you. Yeah. So when you were speaking earlier, I was getting a download that what if we are the sleeping gods? Mm. What if we've had to go through all of this to understand and to know that we are the sleeping gods? Remember American Gods? Did you see American Gods? No. You got to put me on. I got to write all this down because... (laughs) Yeah. No, American Gods, like, it was a whole war between the old gods, which is the gods that we know, and then the new gods, which is the media god. Like, literally, Mm -hmm. social media, news, all of it, media. So that's what we're worshiping now, you know? So there's a war between the um but what's interesting is that we we are the ones who give these gods power that part when you tell me like i remember growing up at 13 years old we gotta worship this thing like for me that word never sat right like worship outside of me you know what i'm saying yeah you know what would get me when they would say that when we go to heaven there's no time, there's no thing, and all we're going to do for our eternity in heaven is worship God. That used to give me, first of all, I'm young. I should not be experiencing this much anxiety, but when I tell you I wouldn't sleep, and I, this is when I was still living in the projects in the Bronx, Millbrook. So I was even I wasn't even 12 yet because that's when I moved. So I would sit there with this fear. That's another thing that unfortunately the God, not the God, no, sorry, my bad. That's not true. That's them. That's one thing that they push is this fear. Yo, I used to go to bed like scared to death, first of all, of dying. Because I couldn't wrap my head around worshiping. So I'm going to be praying for the rest of eternity. That right there was scared. Yo, I wouldn't. Yo, I go back to those feelings. Yo, I used to be so scared. When 9-11 happened, I thought the rapture happened. I thought I got left behind. I I was like, this is it. I'm going to get my head chopped off. Because they would sit there and show us them damn movies talking about left behind. And in that movie, if you don't get the mark of the beast, they chop your head off. Mm. I went home, cause no one picked me up from school. I went home, I walked home that day, praying and t- like apologizing for all my little 11 year old sins, mm. having a crush on this boy and this, this, that, not doing my homework, terrified that I got left behind. And that the end of days was coming and I was gonna get my head chopped off. At 11. <laughs> what the fuck? So how do I should be scared get- that I'm going to lose Barbie. Not that my head's going to get chopped off. Yeah. Yo, I will never forget that. Yo, I will never forget those fears. 
or that God was going to strike me or that I was going to hell, that I was going to burn in the eternal flame because of this, that, and the third. Like, it was insane. But, you know, when slavery happened to control the slaves, what did they have to do? Instill fear. When someone fears you, that's it's another thing of control. The, the, the girl, we already know what they do with the fear, the fear tactic. We've been going through it for the past three, two, well, 2022, two years. Yeah. More than it's usual. It's allowed to be three years, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, no. Have you noticed, though, that different points in time, they'll bring this heavy fear on the planet? So they did that in 2020. They did that in 9-11. They did that, you know, 10 years. It's always like a 10-year thing that I've been noticing, too. So it's like, but let me tell you, going back to the religious, the religious um, ideologies and this whole fear thing. Like, we already know by now, because we've heard it in so many different platforms that Fear is the opposite of love. They always tell us it's God. God is love. God is love. Fear is the opposite of love. So why are you bringing this fear into our hearts so that we cannot discern, so we can't see, so we can't know what true love is and that 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 unconditional love that the planet Mother Guy is desperately craving for right now. Unconditional love for all. That is what all of this chaos and destruction is all about, so that yeah. we can turn to each other. How long are we gonna be in this cycle? We are the sleeping gods. How long are we gonna be sleeping? Wake up. <laughs> it's true. It's so damn. I, I was gonna say something and it left. But um the fear it was it was around the fear rhetoric it left but it'll come back but yeah that's what it's contradiction like it's it's a contradiction mm -hmm. it's a contradiction to when you keep people fear oh there you go the fear rhetoric is to keep the people feeling disempowered mm, is to and it it creates that codependency because when you're in a relationship and you're scared that the other person is going to leave you because you're in toxic codependency, right. that fear is what dictates your, oh, they haven't texted me back. Oh, they haven't called me back. Oh, God's not answering my prayer. Oh, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. He's not answering. Yeah. So it's, I just got goosebumps. So it's that to keep you codependent, hungry, and distracted by trying to live your best and keeping that because you know they teach you god will shun you mm -hmm. god will turn you know you feel me like god gonna leave you like your husband finna leave you yeah. or your wife is finna leave you like if you're doing this 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 and that so it's just that that codependency that toxic codependency mm. that makes you feel like you can't handle things on your own like you don't have what it takes like you're not powerful on your own if god created you within his image mm -hmm. there you go. what makes you think that he's going to make you, it's going to come out lesser than his image. I was listening to a YouTube one time and she was like, um, what she said, she was saying, um, so you want to tell me, she was saying that you're going to tell me that God is as magnificent 
as he is and where he created me, he fucked up. <laughs> when he created you, he, he just so happened to fuck up. Yeah, yeah. If I'm creating him in his image, I'm not saying that I have, you know, that I'm up there, up there, but in his image reflection, I got to be somewhere up there. I have to have some type of power in me because why say that if it's not true? It, it's either true or it's not. I'm either in his image or I'm not. Her image or I'm not. Right. So which one is it? Right. A little bit in his, like, in, in, in <laughs> a little, oh, a little bit. <laughs> just, just, like, a little, just a little. Just a little. like this. They he have went, to tell us, though. Remember, they, they have to tell us everything because it's literally like a puzzle we have to decipher it we have to break it down because we are the gods like this is literally the brain power that we have to awaken those magical elements within ourselves because guess what we are of everything we are omnipotent omnipresent our thoughts can be anywhere and anywhere. We can be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's time to wake up, you know, to who we are, what we're capable capable of, and stop listening to stories. There's a woman that I follow, um, Vicki Dillard, and she says, you know, the Bible is about us, all of us. If you so choose to embody these stories, right? Because isn't that what they tell you to do? Like live as Christ lived. Didn't they say that? So they don't know the righteousness. They don't know the love. They don't know the balance, the alignment, the harmony, because all they've known is destruction. So who are they to come with the word when they don't even know harmony and unconditional love? Like that's the foundation. Those are the keys. Well, what word are you preaching when, when all I am is, is fearful? Why am I fearing God? <laughs> like when God is love, why, why? Exactly. So exactly. it never sat right with me. Nothing of, of, of it, of, of the, you know, religious, um, uh, ideologies never sat right with me, but look at this though, right? They got all these different religions. Isn't that to show you that? These are reflections. Look at all the different people of the world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then here we are taking it outside of us when we created the stories. They're living and mm-hmm. existing yeah. within us. I feel like, and every, like we was talking about before um, when we had our meeting last week, when I read in that book, it, our reality is determined on the interpretation of our perception. So if you look at the creation stories of different tribes and civilizations from back in the day, when you really break it down, it's the same story, but a different interpretation. Yes. So just like there are a bunch of different type of readers there's a there's different interpretations for all energy. Imagine if one person or maybe like five person had to interpret energy for over a billion people. Right. Like that's where accepting differences and being open to different perspectives and interpretation, that's where truth lives because I don't feel like just one truth can't like we are here to learn from each other. 
to push each other to enlightenment, to push each other to love, to push each other to expansion, which is why we live more than one life because it, it, it's so expansive. A lot of it can be done just in one life unless you like Enoch, <laughs> where you so damn good, you become a whole angel. You go from being a human to an angel. And if people don't know about Enoch, 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 he was pretty, he was pretty powerful. He's like, he, they say he turned into Metrachon, mm -hmm. um, the angel, God's right hand man. But he was a human first, just like the Orishas. They were human, but they lived their path. They did what they had to do and they elevated. So long story short, it's just, I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, it, it left. But you know, yes, accepted. This is the story about us. Like there you go. There you going. Yeah, yeah. Because they were humans. Yeah, there right. you go. Like a lot of the beings that they were human first. Mm -hmm. So and we have know about them because of their stories, and they teach us. Like even with Instagram and the marketing, it's about the stories. Market with a story. So it's like knowing what story is the right story. Right. You feel me? So, yeah, that's crazy. I was looking up Cain and Abel yesterday, and yeah, it was crazy on YouTube. The interpretation of the story of Cain and Abel mm. that it was more than the brothers, but it was the start of the greed and the the greed and like the violence of human civilization. Mm. That it was way deeper than just two brothers who killed each other. That it was more about the greed. And civilization and it's crazy yeah it's it pretty good though and you know they had to personify things and that was the only way we were gonna understand it so they exactly. so they assume you know that's what they assume you know what i'm saying but i think it, it further just caused more more confusion more confusion and, um, yeah because they they made that assumption for us which was incorrect like for me now i guess i had to go through the evolution but it was more so a deprogramming <laughs> from what I had already knew and then coming back to myself and feeling safe with my own thoughts and knowing that this outlandish thing or this thing that's considered crazy, it feels right within my soul, you know? So that was the journey that I had to take. And who's to say that, well, we don't know any anymore. Like if that um, is a natural thing, you know, because so much tampering has been done um, on the planet with our memories and timelines and like the dictatorship and the control, like you have to do it this way. You yeah. Know? So who's to say what's yeah. natural anymore? Like you know that that we that we should have we should go through this type of evolution. This is what they tell us again in the stories in the stories, right? So, but but it, it, it I think it goes deeper though. It goes deeper. It's because it's like we have to have these stories, like you said, because. Um, one which story two you know as we descended on this earth this physical plane we are, we're coming back into a remembering but then again it's like would that have happened if there wasn't these forces on this planet you know what i'm saying exactly. like, I don't think back to a time or i can think now and see myself in the nebula see myself in the cosmos i can vibrate on that frequency so mm -hmm. it's like if I hadn't gone through this programming since birth, would I still have those memories? Because the children have it, the babies have it. 
they just they communicate it and then words the words aren't even what's important you know from a baby's perspective it's that um that uh that communication where it's like it's all from vibrations you know that um what's the phrase is i'm losing it to um telepathy right mm, yeah so that's yeah. how they communicate so they they had it the babies had it but with the programming and the conditioning they lose it you know? yeah like that term use your words use your words use your words and they're like Yeah. They be looking like what you mean? Use words, use yeah. your words, and it's like I, I don't have it. <laughs> Feel me, right? Oh my gosh! Like my daughter is doing that now. You know, she's like, <laughs> and, you know, I try. You know what? You know what? I needed to say all of this because that was a reminder to myself because I have been doing that for to tell her to use words because you know what the world is not accepting accepting the, the telepathy as you know and the world's not able to interpret right or understand exactly so it's like communicate to me you know what i'm saying but she does it she wants to do it she wants to just be like mom look at me look at my eyes and tell me what you feel you should know yeah you know yes. and i've been telling her use your words just to prepare for the world and i feel like yeah no definitely yeah, i might have to return mm -hmm. back to the original language which is telepathy but yeah but these children know they know it you know and um through all of this programming and everything one and everything i see in all of the things that we have had to go through it is to awaken within us the abilities that lie dormant the um, capacity in our brain that we're not using everything that they try to do it's for us to figure out you know how to get through and you know dismantle or restructure or something because our brains are wired that way you know always trying to fix something out um fix something or figure something out and reconfigure i could do it better this way and this way and this way isn't that god <laughs> like creating right So yeah, we are the image. We are made in its image, you know, and its frequency, its energy. Yeah, it's true. We were put on this planet to create. Mm -hmm. We are co-creators with the divine. So, but the powers that be, they, you know, the people who basically run this world, if you want to say it, or the ones who have, are responsible for a lot of the tragedies in human history they know that though they do and when you create it does something within you like and i'm not just talking about art i'm just talking about period yeah. creating children creating a lifestyle creating healthy habits all of it if you look deep down to it you're creating something you're taking something from not you're you're taking nothing and you're making it into something so that's empowering mm -hmm. and they don't you know certain they like for us to be they don't want that they don't want imagine all of us doing and living the way we were meant to do and live there would be no need for these things that we rely on as a society there would be no need for government for this for that you know and it would put a lot of people out of business out of this because you know a lot of things are in place too for the dollar 
And I always said, if people actually, if the exchange was your energy, people would work way less. Because <laughs> they'd be like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to work four hours this month and that's it. You know what I'm saying? They would make that choice. And and I honestly feel that the, like, if we, if we, this is the world that we have now, right? If you wanted to continue these amenities and building on technology and stuff like that, it would have to be people who are dedicated to this stuff, who actually enjoy what they do and not doing it, relying on an income and stuff like that. They're just doing out of pure joy and then yeah. they're offering. So you can have many people offering it. You know, we don't have to work 40 hours a week or whatever the case is. You know, you can work as your heart's content. You can work more if this is what you so desire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the point yeah. is people would be doing it from a loving place you know being able to serve one another through the skill that they love you know and then you are thriving at that and I feel like how it looks in our community you know we always talk about the financial consciousness and you know setting that up so that we can do this and do that and help humanity you know and um so this is what we have now. This is the thought process that we have now. But when does it evolve? Once we achieve it? Or can it evolve now? Like, can we go from living this, this structure to like, okay, let's go back to bartering. Let's really give um, this, our, you know, amount of time, amount of energy. And then we, we chill. And I feel like so many, of us, so many of us are living that life right now. That, that soft life, that freedom, that luxurious life when, you know, you only work a few hours a day and then, you you know, you chill the rest of the day, you meditate, you take care of yourself and your mental stability and everything. So it's like, I feel like that is the new wave right now. That's, I feel like that's what we're working to, towards. A few of us, like you said, are living that lifestyle or we're on our way to living that, to help guide the rest of um, humanity, our communities that are not there yet. Because when you were saying, um, when do we come to that collectively? I have a feeling that soon, <laughs> a lot of people are gonna have no choice. Okay, wow. Because um, a lot of systems are crumbling. And when 2020 hit, a lot of people lost their jobs. You know, the great resignation happened where a lot of people have left their jobs. They're realizing certain things just don't add up, don't make sense anymore. So, um, like, you know, like how everything happens in ways and in level. And in levels, some people have already come out of that that matrix, that, that, uh, that story, if you want to put it that way. But then there's still many who are either not aware or they're scared. Mm -hmm. So I think the time is coming where honestly, there's gonna be no choice. And if you resist it, you're gonna have a hard time. You're gonna have a hard time. The US dollar, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. The US dollar finna drop. Yeah. The US dollar's gonna drop. Um, the winter that's coming, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm, got, I'm not saying, you know, I, you know, I'm in this too because I'm still trying to, you know, I'm in a place where I'm figuring out my consistent income, but I know it's coming or I'm going to be put in a position where I'm going to be okay no matter what that type of thing is. Cause you know, honestly, they're just other, I've been learning throughout these years what is more valuable than money, 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 money's needed. Money is currency. It is a tool. I'm not disregarding that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I love when I see a good amount of money in my bank account. Yeah. But I've been learning how to feel safe and secure without that amount of money in my bank account. Mm-hmm. Without knowing for sure how the next thing is it's been forcing me to focus on other things, finding wealth in the amount of books that I have, because that means I have knowledge. Mm-hmm. Finding wealth in the fact that I wake up in peace more days than I don't. Mm-hmm. Finding wealth in the fact that I could drink a cup of tea and not worry about having other problems that other people may have. Um, finding joy in the fact that I could walk outside my cousins have blessed me with a space in their space and I could walk outside and touch some grass whenever I feel like it. You feel me or walk outside and just go like this and be touched by the sun. A lot of people don't have those opportunities and they would do anything for that. Finding wealth in the fact that I could take a shower every day. You know, it's just, we, I think that a lot of us have been, um, learning to value certain things. So when the abundance Mm. financially comes in, Mm -hmm. we don't squander it Mm -hmm. or we don't, you know, become ungrateful or worship it other than, you know, that we don't worship it, that it's not our God. Like, yo, I got all this money now, so nothing else matters. The grass don't matter no more. The fact that I could take a shower every day don't matter no more. Like a lot of us had to be humbled. And in my past life, I was told I had money in my past life. And I I chose materialism over spirituality in my past life. So guess what happening in this life? (laughs) You're going to learn in this Hello. And I've been learning. I've been learning. I had to value my spirituality and focus on that and know that focusing on that is going to bring me everything I need. So long story short, I feel like society is moving into that. And some people are ready for it and some people are not. But that's why we don't judge those who are not. That's what we're here for. That's what a lot of us are here for, to help usher in God, be that shoulder to cry on, be that person to be like, look, I've been through this. I know what it's like to have to give up everything, but look at where I am now. Or one thing I could tell you is this. You feel me? Because community is everything, especially when you're going through a hard time. Like, we like to not feel like we're alone in things. That's just how we are. We're, we're human beings at the end of the day. So to have that, that, I guess, bridge, I guess you can say, that holds you up when you're crossing a threshold of difficulty, it's important. It's important. So I think that's when it's a lot of deep stuff because <laughs> they say, like, if you're not cooperating for where the collective is going, uh, you may not find yourself. 
amongst the collective anymore. I don't know if you want to get into that right now, but... <laughs> Listen, I mean... Take that as you will. <laughs> I already see it within myself. Let me tell you, my birthday is on Saturday. And every birthday, I get these major revelations and what I am prescribing for my life. Like, this is the prescription going forward. And every year it comes to fruition, I live out that... Um, the order that I set, you know, me co-creating that with spirit. And that's how I walk for the next year. So let me tell you this year, listen, if you know what I'm calling in divine partnerships on all levels, yes, partnerships where I'm not struggling to explain myself. I'm not, you know, it doesn't give me anxiety to um, explain kind of my needs and my yeah. wants. And you're also not coming to me with bullshit. Like if we are, if, if, if you have not heard anything that I've said, <laughs> if you have not seen me come up out of these trenches with your own eyes and I've shared stories with you, you're not getting it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time to hold your hand right now. So when you, like, when they say like, some of us are not going to come up, I had a, it took me a long time to make peace with that because I still have family that I'm like, yo, let's get this. But you want everybody like, to come But up. at the same time, here what it, here's what it is. Like, I am still not where I feel like I need to be because I see more for myself. But I, I guess, I'm guessing that it's going to have to, it's going to require me letting go that weight of trying to mm -hmm. keep people mm -hmm. along the way. Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so it's like you really want this big vision that you see for yourself okay well let's let's make it happen you need to see that you cannot be in that space right now because we're sending you here and then this is what i have i've had so it's a it's more so about being at peace within myself to make these decisions right so i have to trust my thoughts i have to trust my heart i have to trust that i'm being guided in the right direction. So when mm -hmm. I speak firmly about what I deserve and what I am worth in my life, you better believe it. Like if you if you cannot if you're not there in that space, then I'm sorry. If you're not offering the same thing that I'm offering, if it's not reciprocal energy, if I'm struggling to communicate my my thoughts and, you know, my worth to you, you're not worth my energy right now. So this is literally the space that I'm moving in. And like you said, we are all moving into that space that we see for the collective. And this is the thing, as you know, when we're working with magic or spirituality, these things take time. But mm -hmm. in, in essence, you look, you look, look back a year ago, how, how, doesn't it feel like yesterday? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with the, the, the speeding up of time, it's like a year or two, you can really have whatever it is that you really set your intentions on you you material materialize you visualize you saw it you felt it you felt good like it feels good in your heart you could touch it you could taste it you could smell it you see it so that's gonna be here soon you know what i'm saying so this is where we are now where we're, we're in a space of now materializing you, we cannot be in the space we cannot be surrounded by people who are talking this you know this doubtfulness this like oh wow you know, oh, there's this kind of judgment, this kind of jealousy. You see what I'm saying? So the fear. Exactly. We mm -hmm. can't be there. We can't be there at all. It's 
Yeah, and it's crazy because you're you're right on the money. Um, because the new moon just passed, it's Libra season, and a lot of the themes is Libra's a sign of partnership, mm-hmm. balancing the scales. So, like you said, if you have energies around you where you're trying to go up, but they're on your other scale. It's like, it's not balanced. It's either one's going to be up here or the other one's going to be there. There's not going to be no equilibrium. It's not going to be equal. So yeah, letting go of the dead weight, I guess you can say, or, you know, leaving people where they are and in the most loving way possible. Because I know a lot of these terms and stuff, they could seem pretty harsh to some people, especially if they're sensitive, like, oh, I'm dead weight. Like, like, no, please don't take it little, little. I still love you. You have a place in my heart, but I cannot stop what I'm doing. That's like when you're in a baton race and somebody about to hand you the baton, the person before they even get the baton, what they doing? They already running. Yeah. They out and the person with the baton got to catch up to them to hand them the baton. Mm-hmm. So it's like, y'all got to be at the same speed, yeah. the same. And not saying, you know, you can't be friends or you can't be in some type of relationship with people that are doing things different than you. But you cannot get caught up in certain things that you know are going to hold you back. Like, let's say you're recovering from an addiction. Don't be spending time in the crib where you're surrounded by your temptation, your devil energy. If you know you're trying to make it to somewhere where you are looking to do a healthier habit, like you're trying to, like your weakness is fast food, don't go to a fast food spot. You feel me until you built that, um, that discipline, that stamina, like I could sit here and not be affected. That's the part. Like if you are gonna, but you gotta come to a point where it's not gonna affect you. It's still probably gonna affect your energy in some way, but you cannot meddle in places that you know bring you down. For example, my cousin's a DJ and I love to dance. I love, I don't like the club scene as much, but when she DJs, I don't stay still because she's so good and I love going to dance. But when I get home at night, it has nothing to do with my cousin. It has nothing to do with the people. We, it is not them. It's just the environment because there's a bunch of strangers there that we don't know too. And I'm very sensitive. So yeah, I'm dancing. I'm having a great time, but I have to stop going. Not nothing personal against anyone but it's because at night i'm coming home and my tell my uh clairaudient sensitive yeah. Emp- yeah. empathetic ass is in the bed with all these voices <laughs> talking to me uh yes everything yeah. talking to me all this chit chatter all yeah. this energy and who can't sleep now and who wakes up with a migraine because she didn't listen and she's putting herself in energies where she knows and environments where she knows it's not for her to be in every weekend, me. So that's not towards anyone. That's something I had to do within myself because I love, again, I love supporting. I love watching my cousin DJ and follow her dream. I love dancing to the mix that she is putting out there. I just love it. 
I, I got goosebumps talking about it, but after a while, it started to become detrimental to me. Again, nothing, it was just the environment yeah. and being up that late and coming home and trying to go to sleep. Yeah. I, I didn't sleep. Yeah. I didn't sleep or I would wake the last two times I went out. The last time I went, I let myself go out. I was with a migraine for two days. Mm. Spirit was like, oh, you're not listening. All right. <laughs> Whole lap. Oh Whole God. lap. I was out. <laughs> sick for two days wow yeah and the more energy you take you allow yourself to take in the more you gotta purge Absolutely. and it's like having to you spent the whole week raising your vibration mm -hmm. and you did that one thing and now you right back to where you started so now instead of your energy being focused on you you going back and trying to get rid of the old all over again like when you let that toxic relationship back in over and over. All the work you did, I don't want to say it's almost like you didn't do it, but kind of, because you got to go right back and cleanse your energy. Or it's like a contract. After a while, your guides and spirit are like, you know what? Do you? <laughs> you want to play out here? Right. Do you? Tower right. moment. Right. Now you crying. Right. <laughs> now you tight. Yeah. So it's like you gotta do what's best for you, man, and your vibration and your light. Cause who's gonna be there when you gotta face yourself? Listen, you. that's the hardest thing for a lot. No, you, yeah. you. It's very rare when you have a friend and be like, "Bitch, you fucking up. What you doing?" I'm that friend. I am that friend. I too. Which one got a lot of them? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's why nobody could tell me that. Because I'm that. Listen, I will tell myself, okay? Listen, you know what? Listen, just like you, I love to dance. I love, love to dance. You're very nice. Listen, it's the music. It's the, like I just disappear into the music. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Can't stay still. Happy yeah, all day. Exactly. But you know what? I wear sunglasses in these places to kind of block that, that off because one, I was just talking to our other sister, Victoria, right? And I called mm -hmm. her from, yo, I have like an X-Men question, you know? <laughs> I was like, I have an um, X-Men related question. Like, cause I know we're like getting these superpowers and I need to like, and she's super gifted. And, um, and I know that she does this. So you ever notice, especially as empaths, right? You're walking somewhere. Like for me, this is when it happens, right? So I'm, I'm you know, it's New York city. So we walking on the sidewalks or whatever. And then as the person's getting closer, it's like, shit. It's like all type of thoughts start getting in your head about the person. Whoa. All type of, for me, like I get a little anxiety and stuff. Like I'll be feeling something. But it's like, I had to tell Victoria this. I was like, yo, do you, um, I was like, do you ever find yourself um, like trying to block these thoughts and block them or whatever? It's so wild because I just noticed that I do that and that that happens to me. And then when you come, when you talk about the club situation, that's the main reason why I wear sunglasses. One, I don't want to look in nobody's eyes. Cause if I look in your eyes, yeah. I'm gonna I'm read your whole. And I don't it's an instant like room like. What the and I don't want you looking in my eyes either. So like we're good here. Let me just be in the music. I do my little hey hey my little two step, and I'm good with the music. So I'm good. Yo. <laughs> so it's like 
that's the that's the main thing now those of us who are empathic on that level it's like what are we doing to one strengthen our protection right because we as we can see these these gifts are becoming stronger yo yo (laughs) i'd be like listen i'd be like oh i could do that now yeah exactly (laughs) So it's like, yeah, it's becoming stronger and we need to be in that space of one, um, we have to be so strong that we can be in any space where we're not broken down or dismantled or anything penetrates our mind because that's how serious it is right now, you know? So how do we develop or strengthen our um, defense mechanism or our defense systems, you know? everything in moderation that's what i heard because i'm gonna go my cousin just got a new gig down fort lauderdale you know how big that is yeah yeah i want to go but it has to be in moderation i have to like prepare like girl you're going down south you're not gonna get home to three something in the morning have nothing planned for sunday because you're gonna be out you know it just i was doing it almost every weekend because again i want to be a supportive i love and you know my situation last year i had curfew okay so when i came out here it was like nah i'm finna live the best life i'm about to transmute all of this i'm about to dance you know like i was just but i overdid it i'm a pisces we get overindulgent sometimes i overdid it Mm. and um but i learned from it though Mm. i'm learning my limits and i'm learning you know like how to really listen. If something is saying no, mama, it's no. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no. Because me, for the most part, when something's for me, it's like an automatic, right? yeah, like, hell yeah. yeah. But if there's a bit of hesitancy, I mm-hmm. do check in to see if, okay, are you being paranoid or is this really your intuition? But I'll be, I'll be like, spirit, yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of the times I get like the, why are you acting like you don't know? It's right. no, I, I said no. I'd be like, all right, it's no. Like I have to, cause if not, I'm be a fucking insomniac. I'm be a zombie out here. And the more I'm listening now, my sleep is getting better. Beautiful. So yeah, so uh, the sermon, the sermon, mm-hmm. that's where the sermon comes back into play. Like. And having your head covered too as a yes. I love having my hair out, especially when I go dance. I'll be all over the it's place. Head covering season. Like yeah, oh, I need to cover my head. head I need to cover, and I wasn't covering my head at night, wilding out. Have to do that. But um covering your head, wearing the glasses, like you said, I call them the nome meetings, which is in Spanish for don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's like an invisible cloak. Like yes. you could even pray. Like I want to be invisible to all the energy that ain't for yes. me. Yes. Harry Potter style. Like that shit is real. I don't care Absolutely. how ridiculous I sound. No me meeting. Don't look over here, please. Unless you are loving and we're going to have a great time. Yes. But if you a little, mm, mm-hmm. you don't, don't. Because I'm going to look at you and no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 
<sighs> you know, sometimes too, like when these energies come out, and you know what kind of energies they, they right off the ground, popping up like they <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though, like for me, I, I'm, I'm a learn on the job kind of person. <laughs> I'm a learn on the job kind of person. So I like to entertain them entities sometimes just for a little bit, like dip my toes in. Cause I know I'm not going to be out here for the next couple of months. So let me just dip my toes. Like I'm about to go to Miami carnival. After that, y'all ain't going to see me nowhere. Like I'm going to be inside. So I could dip my toes in a little bit, engage with the entities. But all that time I am strengthening my shield. I am strengthening my transmutation and I remember back in the day, like people used to come to me in the club, like, and start having conversations, but talking about their whole life and shit, like, yo, we're in a club right now, like, and then I had one guy tell me, oh, I don't know why I just told you that, you know, <laughs> right? That's why going forward, it's like, okay, glasses on, because I know, well, let me not even get into that. <laughs> I was about to reveal myself. <laughs> no. Put the glasses on, and um, I don't want it anymore. Like, and you're not ha you're not getting it from me. Like, that's it, you know. So it's definitely um, yeah. But I like to entertain them sometimes. You know, it it gives me the um, it's like a, a a class. You know, classes in session. Like, okay, okay, you you think you got this? So let's let's do it now. Let's really practice here. You know. So that's how I um. Another way that I strengthen is, uh, you know, we all out drinking, having fun. I remember one time, so another sister of ours, we were on the corner, Fulton Street, Brook, uh, and um, Notion Avenue. We came from one of the clubs in the area, and there's a pizza shop on the corner. It's late at night, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever, and I'm very much in aware of my space even though I might have had a little drink or a smoke or whatever the case is I'm very much aware because I get real sober real quick if I notice anything <laughs> so this one brother which was clearly an entity comes through and he's like walking around me making circles I'm like <laughs> He, when he started stumbling in my space, I'm like, I'm like, I just looked at him straight and, and I asked him some question, like some deep, deep question, like, so, um, something about his life or whatever the case is. He got real sober real quick. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're not going to come around me with that energy. He straightened up real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because even though I asked him that question, whatever it was, like whatever, the, this is the, okay. So this is what another one of the gifts that we're capable of doing we am, and this is what they know as well the powers that be are you know religious officials everybody the power is through the tongue right they always say so when you say certain words you can deposit a particular frequency as well as a particular intention doesn't matter what you're saying you could receive it as a good thing but you don't know how i'm speaking it to you <laughs> So it's like, that's where the discernment comes back in. You understand? So, but that guy got straight real quick because one, I'm coming from a loving place and you ain't going to come around me with that energy. So we're going to have to transmute and dissolve whatever this is. I'm going to ask you about your life. You see what I'm saying? And then that's when he, he woke up right there. 
So that's how I like to like play around when I'm, you know, when I'm out in the space of transmutation. But I always have like my sisters who are there with me who are also capable of that because you have to um, be able to have eyes for each other to see like okay. this energy is coming this way, that energy is coming that way. Shield up, shield up. <laughs> Watch where this is. You know what I'm saying? So we got that discernment that we can tell each other like, hey. So if if you're out there by yourself and you're engaging with all types of people off the street, you're gonna get fucked up because you're gonna leave that place. You're not gonna know who you are, what you are, where you're going, where you're coming from, and you gotta start right back over, like you said. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I just wanted to piggyback off of what you said with allowing yourself to um, dive into environments or situations where you know you you're bound to come into contact with something something that you have to transmute or be aware of um i think that's part of it that's part of the that's where a lot of people get myself included because i didn't understand i didn't know i didn't have any guidance um avoiding certain things um it's not good like allowing yourself to dive into the dark as you uh, you know as some people say um that just builds you up into being a multi-dimensional being like you could be again like you said in any environment and thrive no matter what being rooted in the midst of chaos being in your heaven and earth in the midst of a bunch of excuse my friend fuckery like you gotta know how to hold yourself down and that's when you learn the most without darkness there is no light um i follow somebody called the trap witch on ig shout out to her she's pretty dope um and she was talking about the dark empath and not what google says about a dark empath talking about an empath that manipulates and stuff. No, she was talking about an empath that can be that empathizes, yeah, with human beings and light and all that stuff. But what about the empaths that empathize with people who are considered dark? Mm. She was talking about, you know, that that Dahmer um, show that's on Netflix that everybody's watching. Yeah. She was saying how she allows herself because she has a big threshold for taking in dark dark things and she was allowing herself to watch it because it gives her a perspective on certain um energies how to read them how to break it down karma it just expands her mind and a lot of people uh myself included out of fear of taking in you know negative energy and not knowing, out of pure ignorance, I didn't know any better. And again, that's also conditioning from the church. Stay away from this, stay away from that, keep yourself pure. So I didn't realize how that pre that conditioning kind of followed me into spirituality and I had to not do that, basically. Anyway, so she was just saying, she was just saying how she allows herself to also dive into those things because it makes her a well-rounded empath and it helps her with her work. Like, and it's true. It's so true. You have, you can't be, if you, it's not for everybody. Some people are just too sensitive and they can't, they don't want, and that's fine. But a lot of us 
who consider ourselves like uh, spiritual warriors or you really trying to out here be a service, you got to know what it is to walk in darkness. You got to know what it is to empathize with people on every level. And I resonated so much with her because I, girl, I used to be a true crime snap. All of that. I used to watch all of that. Girl, oh my God. Law and Order, SVU. Dexter is my favorite show. Yo, I love all of it. And I would be able to sit there and empathize with the serial and be like, yo, I understand why they did that. Yeah. I'm not saying it was right, but that was her point too. Like being able to understand somebody's psyche and understanding what they were lacking mm-hmm. in order to be able to move forward and help people who might also be lacking that to prevent them from becoming what yes. Dexter and Dahmer and everybody else became. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I like that. I had to learn that too. Like it's okay to allow yourself to dive into these things and you're not going to be tainted. You're not going to be any less spiritual. You're not going to be any less whatever, 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 because look at DMX. Look at him. He was to me, he was one of the most spiritual brothers on this planet. Why? Because he walked in his truth. He wasn't scared to dive into this, stay true to this, but also tell people, pray, be grateful, do this, do that. And he still relayed the message he was supposed to relay. Why? Because he was authentic to who he is. So all aspects, his higher self, his lower self, all of that. So you got to be well-rounded. Right. It's only this creation. I absolutely agree with that. And this all ties into the unconditional love that we were talking about earlier. And if we don't know that darkness, how can we know unconditional love? Exactly. That part. And we're in the the age of knowing, you know what I'm saying? Through the age of Aquarius. So it's like, we need to know what unconditional love is. We need to know what that darkness is. Not only that, here's the word, one word that you said, which I always talk about in my Reiki classes is manipulation, right? And I know that there's a darkness around that word because yeah. people get afraid when they hear that, right? Not understanding or remembering that we all manipulate. We're all being manipulated all the time <laughs> by our own children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like by our own parents. Yeah. Like we're always, especially by our government. So it's like we're all being manipulated. We are all manipulating as well. When you think like, wow. I really didn't want that thing to go that way, but I really wanted it to go that way. All of a sudden, you know, things start moving that way. We're, we're manipulating. We're, you know, we, we, there's, there's something, somebody that we like, you might be constantly thinking, oh, I really wish that they like me. Oh, I'm doing all these things. Like, look at me. I like, I love you. (laughs) Like, I already see us marrying each other. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're having these thoughts. You're going down that path of already visualizing a life with them. Some people have that, you know? And um, we're manipulating, we're manipulating, you know? So even if you're trying to throw suggestions, you're manipulating, you know what I'm saying? So we need to remove that stigma or that fear around the word manipulation, because guess what? Us as Reiki practitioners, we are manipulating the energy 
around the body, right? Around a person's body, around our body, in our homes, in our cars. So we're manipulating the energy. We're kind of smoothing out and smoothing out the wrinkles of that dense energy that we're carrying that's showing up as emotions, right? It's mm. showing up as blockages, like you're mm -hmm. stuck here mentally, physically, you're stuck in one place, right? That's that stagnant energy. So we must manipulate the energy in order for you to get that clarity that you need so you can see and move forward. So we need to move away from having those those feelings that manipulation is scary. It is because it goes both ways as, if, as with everything, right? There's both sides as with everything. So, and you know what? I was given this, this, this download last year and they were like, everybody needs to learn Reiki because we're always, always manipulating. We're being manipulated, but we have to do it from a place of love now. Mm, it's all about intention. Exactly. And then that is the great cosmic shift that's going to take place where we're literally visualizing it. We're all seeing it. We're all having that vision of one earth or new earth. And then we're seeing it. It holds true in our hearts. We feel it. We see all who lives there, you know, in our little villages and such. We're seeing it. We're, we're building it. So we're literally doing the work here in the physical to manipulate that, right? So to jump into that, that vision that we have. So manipulating uh, the foundation of love is how we heal. And that's what I want all energy workers, Reiki practitioners to understand. And this is like the greater call for all of us right now. First, it starts with self. You know, you learn how to clear and cleanse from yourself, from the programming, right? From the religious program, from the governmental educational programming, from programming from your parents even. So coming back to that clean state where you can now go within yourself, see within yourself, and then trust your own thoughts. Because you know that's mm -hmm. your own thoughts, you know? And be able to detect through discernment when there's a thought that's being planted within you that is not your own. Bam. That foundation there for me, which is what I've been shown, is Reiki. Because now, so many people can, everyone thinks, right? We're always constantly thinking. So what happens when you're holding on to all of these thoughts, right? In addition to all of the programming, in addition to everything that you absorb throughout your life. So you're not, you're not moving the energy. So it becomes stagnant, right? You're not uh, acquiring new thoughts. You're not reading, you're not, you know, you're not expanding your mind. So you're not gaining new thoughts or new anything. So it's just literally sitting there and keeping you in that space where you are. You're not physically moving your body. You're not, yeah. you know? So we need to understand what manipulation is. There's two sides to everything. There's that darkness and, you know, the light, but we need to learn how to come back to those. These are our natural gifts, especially as those gods that we speak of. It's true. I'm taking everything you said in. It's true. Um, even when you're manifesting and when you're making a vision board, you're, you're, you're trying to, you know, manipulate them the energy or the cycle or even when they talk about you can break your cycle or you can break your contract 
yeah, you're you're doing something to manipulate the ends of a certain karmic cycle or record or whatever the case is. So that's a great food for thought, even for myself, because you know, a lot of the things we've been through where we have been manipulated, but it's been the other side of the coin. Right. Exactly. Like you ain't finna you ain't finna get me to me <laughs> no but then if you really open your mind and your your thought and your perception your interpretation of what that word is it's like you gotta see things in a whole just like our podcast it's called quantum talks and when people hear the word quantum, it's either, oh, here we go, another spiritual thing, 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 or they go to, oh, they finna talk about science, like what they do, and not even realizing that it's all right. one cohesive thing. Like, yes, it's been separated by society, but if you look back in the day, a lot of the greatest thinkers and philosophers and mystics they felt it went hand in hand. You couldn't have one without the other. But thinking that way makes you what? It makes you powerful. It makes you smart, intelligent. It it, it expands your mind and how you see things, especially when you go down to what quantum mechanics is and quantum healing. And you just, it's an expansion of mind. It keeps you curious. It keeps you asking why. And that's what they, they, we're not, no, don't question nothing. This is what it is, and that's it. But when <laughs> you, you imagine, step out of that. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, that's it? Like, what? No. I will tell you, as a child, I was always like, what? That's why we're black sheep. Oh, that ain't it. <laughs> that's why we're black sheep. Used to get in trouble all the time. Oh, you always talk back. The, well, it don't fit. You calling me a liar? Um, uh, I know I'm about to get punished and slapped, but yes, I am because this don't feel right. You right. did not say that. Right. <laughs> like you're lying. You're lying. I, you're grown up, but you're lying. Listen, they <laughs> lied a lot. <laughs> they lied a lot. But you know what? They lied so know. much they remember their own lies. Yeah, they they did not know. Remember, <laughs> they didn't know. Like they knew that to be their truth. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. unconditional yeah. love yeah. and you know compassion and empathy come in because even going back to the church thing, um, I used to resent my aunt for and my uncle for putting that on me. Like if I wasn't holier art thou, I was nothing. I was demonized. But in the same junction, I look back at what my aunt went through in her childhood and throughout the course of her life and what she saw my grandmother go through and what sustained my grandmother was the church. Mm. My grandfather left my grandmother with four kids from one day to the next. One day he was there, next day he was gone. Nobody knew where he was at. But, and left my grandmother with four kids on welfare. And that was back in the day, that was back in the sixties. Mm. So can you imagine a Puerto Rican woman mm. who came over, now she got no man, you understand, and what held, what held her down was the church. The church gave her money. Community, so, community, family. yeah. So, that's the good side of church. You feel me? Like, when you at the right church, you got family for life. Mm -hmm. um, so, that's what my aunt saw as my, aunt, my grandmother's saving grace. If my grandmother couldn't rely on nothing else, she was able to rely on God and the church. 
and the people who she went to church with. Even though my grandfather left with her, my grandmother's best friend from the church, but that's it. That, 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 we don't pay attention to it. Though at the end of the day, that same church held her down. Yeah. So when my aunt seeing that, you know, that be also became her saving grace because that's what she saw her elder do. So when I came into the picture, first of all, I'm not her kid. My dad is doing, you know, living his lifestyle. And she she didn't want kids. She didn't, was supposed to have kids, but now she has a kid that she has to take care of. Um, she doesn't want me to go through things that other people went through. And she was just doing the best what she knew how. She's a Virgo. We already know their minds are going. They go, 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 go. Sometimes, not all Virgos, but if they have a lot of trauma, they replay it. They live in the past. They do what they can to avoid it. You know, like, it's very very logical. And I'm a water sign. I'm the exact opposite. I want to be free. I want to do. And she's like, no, no. We went through this. We went through that. If that happens, this could happen. Worst case scenario, when I moved, when I moved to Florida, she was like, don't end up on the first 48. Like, what you mean? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> because she, I live in South Florida. Right. So the first 48, back in the day, it was all based in Dade County. When oh. you in South Florida, you feel me? Right, right, yeah. But with love, though. Okay. Mama, okay. be careful. Like, but I know the whole fear rhetoric, church instills fear in you. Um, growing up the way she did with that pain. And that's another thing about church. It's like they teach you rely on God, but they don't teach you really how to heal your pain. Because if you notice, a lot of people who go to church, they still, they still operate from their wounded child. They still operate in so much fear and pain. That's why there's a lot of scandal and things like that ego and self-righteousness in church because yes they teach you to pray put your sins to god you are forgiven and it's almost like a bypassing to actually taking accountability and facing certain things in your life all you gotta do is go to the pulpit pray pastor gonna lay their hand on you bam and everything's fine so they're not realizing why they do so all these things in the church but why nothing is really changing or why they still have judgment and all this stuff and they project it onto you and i went through that but again the unconditional love and the empathy i can see how damn my aunt like you said they did the best with what they knew right. you feel me you can't you know and it's it's a lot this work with um, really working on yourself and facing certain things is not easy. Like a lot of things we're learning now, our elders are just now learning or they don't even get the chance to learn. So it's um, having that compassion, like not excusing it, but having that compassion goes a long way. Cause I can't even fathom, my dad had me when he was 29. And he was doing what he was doing. I can't even fathom his thought process where everything he was dealing with daily and now you got a kid? I'm 32 and I can't even fathom what I would be like if I would have had a kid at 29. So that empathy and really 
moving your paint to the side and seeing things from the broader perspective that is so big because if not like you said you're going to stay perpetuating in that hamster wheel in that cycle and you're not going to expand your perception is not going to expand right so yeah so we have to go through that darkness you know in order to see what that light truly is you know and i you know there's a vision in my head that always plays back that it's like either none of this is real or <laughs> or like, I don't know, like the vision that I'm getting in my head right now is like, okay, so that we're capable of all of these things. We have all of these gifts, but here we are having to go through all of these traumatic events. It's like, but we can just literally wake up tomorrow and be like, boom, it's done. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, so it really, sometimes it just has my mind spiraling as to the possibilities of what we truly are and who we truly are. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, it's yeah, it's a, yeah. It makes you want to dig deeper because you hear so many things too, like some people are not meant to ascend in this life and yeah. some people are and some people are here and some people are there and it's like, yo, what are we? Like out of this meat suit, what what are we? Are we really just things of light floating in the atmosphere? Like, are we aliens? <laughs> like, what are we? Like, literally, what are we? Am I an angel in this bitch? I just can't see my wings. Like, it does. It it has that question, and uh, sometimes I feel like you spend you might spend your whole lifetime trying to figure it out or. You may find out who you are, but it could just be a filament, a small, um, a small idea of who you can be. That's why I think a lot of people just be like, yo, you're infinite, Ija. That's it. You're infinite. You could be whatever you want. Meditate. You could be a dragon. You could be an You could do whatever you want. Because I think if you try to break your head about it, you, you're just going gonna to drive yourself crazy. Nah, I told myself I'm not going to spend the rest of my lifetime because this is my last my last lifetime here on this planet. So I figured it out. All right. I hey, come back. <laughs> yeah. I figured out that answer for me. Like I am I am light. I am pure light. You know what I'm saying? So that is how I identify. I am a light being. And um listen, so yeah. <laughs> It, it, you're right it can really stress you out like if you, if you start thinking too much into it like you know what i'm saying but but i think i think deep down we already know yeah just can't get bombarded with all the you know miss uh miss um you know the, those other perceptions basically yeah you can't yeah, that's extra, that extra because that causes confusion you know it causes confusion like if you say boom i'm a light being identify as such this, this, and that, no one can be able to tell you, like, no, you're not. You know what I'm saying? So we got to stand firm in our truth and, and really identify with, you know, um, or awaken whatever this thing is that's lying dormant and then and then align with that, step into that. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. I feel you. It's true. It's true. A lot of us know who we are because we've been here for lifetimes. Mm -hmm. 
and we come into new lives to be some what we already were and to grow into something else more. It's like we're always um, expanding and growing and we're all infinite. Like in the show 100, when you transcend, you turn into pure light and you go, it's crazy, it's beautiful. If you have nobody seen the 100, y'all need to get on that. Right. Vanessa put me on. <laughs> Before Netflix takes it off, you know how they do. Like it's a whole seven seasons, but get into it. And um, maybe we'll come back and do a show on deciphering that information. Yeah, because it's a lot of information. And uh, a lot of the things they put out, there's information. Like, I was watching Men in Black 3 the other day. Have you seen Men in Black 3? Oh, Yo, I was watching it the other day. I was like, Spirit, if I'm going to sit here and watch a movie, can it be something that, you know, so I could feel like I'm doing something with my life? <laughs> and, yo, it was there was this alien that he was able to see different possibilities, different timelines. And depending on what the people he was with chose, determine what timeline was about to happen. Mm. And it blew, and he was an arcane. And it blew my, and then at the arc, and then I started thinking about Noah and the arc and saving the people to send them on the, it was a lot. And I was like, yo, he was saying things like, it depends on what's gonna happen. Possibilities are infinite. There's a million to the thing. I can see what's going to happen, but it all depends on what you choose. And it was just like, wow, 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 wow. Again, and he was talking about time. It was time travel in that movie and going back and changing timelines. You could prevent things from happening in the future. And I had just come up on a just saw something where you can meditate, go back on a timeline and heal it. And the same thing with Reiki. You can literally send loving energy. You can meditate on a time where you felt pain or a timeline where you know you need healing. You could do it for yourself, for your ancestors, and you could send healing energy to that timeline. Mm -hmm. Like it was just, it was just crazy. It just blew my mind. Like, and it's cute. It's funny. I mean, you know, it's not like the other two movies, but um, that little arcane because you'll sit there and be like oh but this could happen if you eat the sandwich da, 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 da. oh but then this could happen and oh i hope it's not this timeline and then he'll say like because you didn't leave a tip and then the person will come leave a tip he was like okay great the world's not gonna end like yo he would see all the possibilities at once right. and when he took off his head mm-hmm. it was the the symbol of like an atom the little thing in the middle all the rings that one was in his head okay when he took Wow. Oh, yeah. I just saw that symbolism earlier today. Like, um, my daughter and I were watching some show, and I was like, oh, wow. I think it was in Baby Einstein, actually. And we saw that. I was no. like, okay, that's interesting that they, you know? Yeah. Okay. But what that alien was doing, like, this is what we're doing, though. You know, we can already see the infinite possibility. That's why so many of us are seers. And, you know, people get mad. <laughs> Because when we say, yo, well, especially as projectors, if you want to bring human design into that, we can see all the different possibilities and scenarios and be like, you know what? Nah, do it this way because X, Y, and Z. Bam. <laughs> right? Bam. Exactly. Bam. Yeah. So. that Yeah. That's the same thing with reading cards. Yeah. Like, I could give you a reading 
um, and this is just a scenario, but you can change that story depending on your choices and your actions. Like I could tell you, you about to find a divine soulmate, but if you don't do what the warning card says, which is let go of this, 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 and that, guess what? You're going to change the entire, or something could happen to you tomorrow and I do the reading and exactly what I read for you yesterday, null and void for today. Because things are constantly changing. Things are constantly, is all about what we do. That saying, what you do now determines your tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I've been learning that lesson over and over and over and over again. I tell myself that well, when I find myself doing some shit that I'm not supposed to be doing, I'm like, girl, do you want this to determine what you're going to do tomorrow? So stop. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, Christine, flowing back into the choices you spoke about, I just wanted to say this. You know, we made the choice to come here. We made the choice to come here to incarnate into this earth. So that tells you there's some type of power attached to our being, right? This to me says that we are the sleeping gods. And when we come here, guess what? We have infinite choices and possibilities. We can create the life that we desire from literally visualizations through physical movement. You know, this is the work of gods. You know, it came from the consciousness and energy was poured into it, right? This is what we're capable of, you know? So I really love this conversation that we're having. And I want to know, how do you feel about us being sleeping gods? Um, it all ties into basically what you said. Um, I've been doing personally a lot of reading and a lot of, you know, reflecting on what it means to... <clears throat> to walk in your divinity and to really channel that. And I was reading, there's a book called um, The Artist's Way, mm -hmm. a spiritual, it's like a guidebook to um, being an artist, but with your roots based in spirituality. Mm -hmm. And she says in that book how we're put on this earth to create. Like I said earlier, we're creators. Um, and uh, we, we may not be the gods who created this universe, but they do say that we're the thoughts of God. Like everything was created through God, the Adam, Mama Gaia, whatever you believe in through a thought, through a desire, through, yes, yeah, something that um, was wanted to be seen brought into fruition. And when we're trying to manifest, when we're trying to move through life, what do we do? When we're making a painting, what does it start with? It starts with a thought. So how far is that from the ultimate prime source, creator, divine? Uh, it's it's kind of, it's there. It's there. And we are creating universes. If you think about it, we're creating our own universe. We're creating our own um, realities. So going back to we're made in his image, um, I feel like we are godlike. We do have that innate ability because, again, we create life wherever we go. 
naturally, subconsciously, everything we do is a is a basis and it's a it's part of, there you go, it's part of the process of creation. Whether and it's crazy the when, when we cook, when we uh, start a new habit, when we write something down, um, if you really look at the roots of it, that's all rooted in creation. The thing is, a lot of us are asleep to that ability. A lot of us feel like we can't create anything, or we're not any good, or we don't have that type of power because again of what we're taught and the conditioning. You need this, you need that. You need to go confess first before you, you don't have that bridge, you don't have that connection, you don't have that type of power within you. So that's what keeps us asleep to our potential. That's what keeps us asleep to our innate ability to, like you said, be infinite. And to create these choices that open us to these infinite possibilities. And we get to sit there and be like, mm, I like the way this feels. Let me grab that. Oh, wait, damn, I don't like that. So let me do something. Let me, let me, you ever seen Minority Report when he's doing all of that's basically what we can do. Like we can move things to the side. We can, so we are godlike. But the thing is, a lot of us, again, are sleeping on that so i totally agree with what you're saying and people may look at us like oh who these two think they are it's just yo when you realize what you are and what the creator created you to be it's not because it's not you trying to have um i'm gonna say frankly having your head up your ass thinking you're better than anybody you actually see that we're all created equally we all have the same okay not everybody's life not everybody's circumstance, not everybody's journey is meant to be the same. But when you look at lives and past lives and things like that, um, at some point in time, we had the we have the ability to create what we want in the next life or in the next moment. Not all of us take that free will though and do, you know, what's connected to our highest good. So that's why you have karma and you have you know, some of the negative things, but all in all, not to get too um, crazy or long-winded, we have the ability. We have the ability to create exactly what we want to see. We just, the fact that we are asleep to it, a lot of it is not even our fault. It's what we've been born into. And it's I, this powers that be shit, but there's opposing forces and they know what it is, you know, to keep control. They know what it is for us to, that we have that ability, which is why they work so hard to keep us asleep. Yes. So when people saying, wake up, wake up, stay woke, I know it's gotten corny after a while. It's like, all right, but like what, what, like what, but it's true though. Cause if you can't see yourself for who you are, if you was, if you were asleep at your own wheel, who's driving your car? Mm. Like who's driving your car if you're not the one who's fully awake and conscious to what you're doing and where you're going that's that order that's when you you come into that autopilot mm -hmm. but when you're fully alert and conscious of certain things 
man, you start driving that car and you're able to take the left turn you want to take. You feel when your intuition's like, no, go right. And you start making the choices and you start creating the life the way God had intended. You begin, when you, when you start seeing yourself the way God sees you, because I don't think God is up here looking down, playing games. I really think that God wants us to elevate up to this but because we have free will you gotta let us rock you gotta let us rock but it's in there it's just up to us um to see that and i know it comes with a lot of rhetoric because people be like oh but people in these situations they they didn't choose that but again i see it from all sides because you don't know what they did in their past life you don't know what their karma is things like that but all in all to sum it up we are very much godlike and we are we do we are gods as you can say because we have the ability to do a lot of what god and creator and the creator did does still does to this day every day so we're a lot more in tune than what people may think yeah so that's my outtake on it and it goes so deep we could have we could do a whole nother episode <laughs> on our ability to create and all of that but to sum it up yeah and a lot of us need to start waking up to the power within mm -hmm. and you know, little by little is happening people are realizing that they do have a little bit more control i don't want to say control but they have a little bit more of a capability and ability to do certain things that they didn't think they could do. Mm -hmm. So, you know yeah. what? You know what's coming through for me right now? It is vibration. As we know, everything is vibration. Everything is vibrating. They t they always tell us in the beginning was sound, right? There goes the vibration. Uh uh-huh when we talk about being in a low vibrational state it's because we are not vibrating high we're not vibrating to the frequency of god or to the frequency of the creator which is why we're not connecting to source right so it's this this is literally vibration if we're not being moved or shaken to move in that direction to elevate then we're gonna remain sleeping you know yeah. So in this vehicle that we do have, this is why we have to do things that are high vibrational, eating high vibrational foods, listening to high vibrational music, doing high vibrational things, moving the body through conscious movement, yoga, um, breath work, and all these things, keeping the body fit and, you know, and, and working properly so that it's functioning properly so that it can move, it can be driven or that we can drive it so that we're in full control, in full consciousness, um, and able to move how we see fit. Because once we decided to come here, we knew that there were infinite possibilities. But guess what? We also knew that there were those forces on this planet that were gonna keep us down. So again, it's a choice if you wanna yeah. stay there or if you wanna elevate. See? You're right. And that message that people put, like that whole chosen ones, like only a few people are chosen and everybody else. Look, I, again, I don't like coming off like I'm better than anyone. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like that. That's religion-y to me. That's, you know, putting the next one down. Um, I feel like we're all chosen, but few choose. Yes. We're all chosen, but few actually choose. Mm-hmm. And say people, not everybody in this life is meant to ascend, whatever, but that I guess that ties but I feel like that ties back into because people either don't have the awareness to make that conscious choice or they just scared or they just don't want to you feel me like but again everyone is chosen mm-hmm. everyone got the creator's not going to create this and then be like yeah you're here but I need you to stay over there nah again free will we're all chosen, but few choose. And I've been hearing that from a few things. And it just, it resonates so deeply. It does. It does. So deeply. Because that chosen, that creates anxiety. And like, oh, am I chosen? I hope I'm chosen. That's again, the whole religion thing. Like, I hope I get to heaven. I hope when the rapture happens, I'm not left behind. Is that whole, now nah, we got to separate from that. Mm-hmm. And step into something that brings us together and doesn't divide us you know again perception we can see it happening in our own families right like we can see those who are not making the choice to ascend even them it's like you look at them you're like oh i'm not gonna make that choice to look at myself in the mirror i'm not gonna make that choice to make a conscious decision not to hurt that person i'm not gonna make that choice i'm not gonna make that choice to do good or do better because it's too much, you know? So on both ends of the spectrum, um, yeah, both ends of the spectrum, both sets of people need to come back to balance, back to equilibrium. And that's through, I don't know what it's gonna take, to be honest. I really don't know what it takes. You know, it's gonna be more of us who have the ability to make the choice to kind of put that energy out there. We have to, we. We have to keep putting it out there. Like we literally signed up for a job to keep putting it out there. Like, hey everyone, hey everyone, hey, like, hey, it's a, there's a better way. Like there's a better way. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. promise you there's a better way. Like you can feel peace through your turbulent time. Yes. You can make a choice to live your best life and trust that the creator is going to support you. Is it easy though? That's the thing too. The fact that it's not all the way easy, it, it, it deters people yeah. because again, society has made us codependent mm-hmm. and content with shit being handed to us on a silver platter. There you go. And honestly, we're in the US, uh, we're fucking spoiled here. Very. We're spoiled. We are spoiled ass brats in this country. Straight cheese. Straight cheese. And that, yo, everything is so convenient. Everything is so at hand. So myself included, when something is presented itself as a challenge, I used to be like, yo, come on. Why? But honestly, now I'm to a point where it's like, yo, I'd rather grow then stay stuck because I've seen, I'm not, you know, I haven't seen everything. I don't know everything, but from what I'm experienced, 
both sides of the coin in my journey not rising up to the challenge just especially when you made the choice to come here with a certain responsibility it's going to either end in a tower moment or your spirit is going to die mm. you want to walk i used to walk around with a dead spirit i was i was miserable i didn't i wanted off this planet because i was like nah mm -hmm. I, this is how i gotta live for now on now nah, there's no way there's no way. So I forgot what I was saying and what brought this along. But um, yeah, now back to you, Vanessa. I forgot. <laughs> this has been such a beautiful share, a beautiful build. And I am honored to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much, Christine. Likewise. Likewise. <laughs> it's always a good time. Yes. Always. It's a blessing to have this community and this opportunity to just talk and provide a space where people could listen and feel like they're included and feel like they're heard, like the thoughts they're having by themselves. Y'all not crazy. We here with y'all. Y'all not crazy. We here. And uh, thank you for being here with us and thank you for listening. Ashay, thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Quantum Talks, Healing Through Conversations. Remember to tune in next week for episode two, where we dive deep into generational trauma and the art of transmutation. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Next, we have our collective message with Chris. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Um, I pray that when this message reaches you, that it gives you everything you need. All right, so let's get to it. Spirit, please give us some guidance for everyone who tuned in today. Give them a message of intention, something they need to focus on. All right. All right, guys, the world card. This is an amazing, amazing card. This is basically, if you can see, Everything, she has everything, it looks like it's in full circle. She looks triumphant, successful. Um, this is card is basically telling you that you have the permission to do whatever it is that you desire. Whatever it, um, divine intention, whatever plans that you have been questioning, whatever you have in place, spirit is saying, go ahead and do it because you are supported. Everything is balanced. Everything is exactly where it needs to be. And basically the world is yours. You have the world in your hands. Now, what choice are you gonna make? How are you gonna go about that? How are you gonna proceed? Um, whatever answer you come, you come up with, know that you're supported. And not that you can't fail, but the only way you will is if you allow yourself to. So yes, the card of today, the focus of intention, the meditation is the world card. You're exactly where you need to be. So keep doing what you're doing. You're on the right track.